<laughs> I have Juliet, uh, compulsive overeater. Um, welcome back, uh, folks who left for a little bit. Um, I actually thought of something to say, and then I've completely forgotten what it is. Um, so um, I spent uh, the first, I don't know, 34 years of my membership in Alcoholics Anonymous, not wanting to be in Overeaters Anonymous. Um, that's probably a little bit of an exaggeration. I didn't know for a long time that I belonged here, um, but I had one <laughs> really annoying friend. Um, he's actually a good friend of mine, but for a while, um, one of the first times when I got pretty jumbo, um, you know, and was being asked to make some dietary changes because of some physical issues I have, um, he would be like, you know, there's a program for that. And I would just be like, shut up. Uh, I know there's a program for that. If I wanted to go there, I would go there. And he would bring it up like every time we talk. And finally, I said, if you don't stop bringing this up, I, I, I refuse to speak to you. And he actually shut up after that. Um, and, um, and I reminded him of that when um, I finally became a member of Overeaters Anonymous and he had completely forgotten about it. But of course it was really significant to me because um, it bothered me so much. Um, and I think when I first, so this wasn't my first OA rodeo. I went to a little teeny tiny rodeo in 1986 um, because of course, right when I got sober, my eating disorder went bonkers. And my AA sponsor at the time was like, you should go to OA, honey. And um, I was way too scared to tell her not to tell me what to do. Uh, so, um, I went to, you know, I don't know, like maybe a week or two's worth of meetings. And I asked this really cool punk rock chick from the NA meeting to be my sponsor, you know, who was also in OA. And um, she said yes. And I think I called her one time once. And then I was like, this isn't for me. Um, and, I, and so when I came back, it was uh, April of 2020. So that's a long time. So I didn't really consider myself a returning member. Um, I was never a member in the first place. Um, and, you know, I was pretty upset with myself um, when I got here. I think we all are, of course, right? Like you don't get here being like, woo, I'm number one. Um, but, um, well, maybe there's somebody um, but I haven't met anyone like that. Um, but what happened for me was, you know, I really was just in such denial about how bad my eating had become. And I was so obsessed with food. Like all I thought about was food. And since I eat this, I can't eat that. 
and since, you know, and, and, and well, what about later? And what about this? And what about that? And uh, one of the things I sort of pride myself on, or at least I used to when I used to drive more is I knew where there was a place to pee, like along my route, you know, I'd be like, oh, there's a bathroom here. There's a bathroom there. And um, then it turned into also like, well, there's this place that I like to eat this. And there's this place that I like to eat that. And there's this place that I like to eat this. And, you know, it took so long that I didn't even really notice, you know. Um, well, it seems like it took so long to me, but, you know, I did a lot of the things that we talk about around here. I have eaten from the trash. I figured that since George Costanza did it, it wasn't that weird. So, um, you know, and, and I've eaten other people's food. Um, you know, and I haven't gotten to some of the, I haven't gone to some of the depths that some people have, but I figure it's probably like what we say in AA, uh, you know, yet you're eligible to. Uh, that was fine. Thank you. Um, and so, you know, when I got here, I kind of felt like somehow I had failed as an AA member <laughs> or something like, I don't know. I was like, kind of crappy sobriety do I have that I'm just so full of crap, you know? Um, but I did notice that there was something going on with me for years. There was something happening that there was a problem and whatever it was, AA just was not getting to the root of it. And um, I've come to believe that um, it's now being addressed, whatever that problem is, it's being addressed in Overeaters Anonymous. And um, part of the reason why I mentioned that is because you know, I didn't want to come to OA meetings and that kind of stuff, you know, but if I could have just done it by going to AA alone, you would have a different speaker. Um, you know, I didn't, you know, like nobody wants to go to like a whole bunch of 12 step meetings all the time. I mean, there's probably someone, but you know, I just was not into it. And I also started to realize that just my lack of humility, you know, about being an overeater, you know, just like all these people in a way, like, you know, I wouldn't say that to someone else, like, oh, wow, you know, uh, you must be really full of crap if you didn't figure out, you know, before now. But I mean, I was using food for everything. If I was tired, I ate. If I was upset, I ate, you know, anything. I just ate about everything. And of course it just made everything worse. Um, and then the day came when um, I tried to eat something that had alcohol in it. And normally my response to getting alcohol in my mouth is just to spit it out, whatever it is. And um, I've done it in nice restaurants. I've done it in front of people I was trying to impress. I totally don't care most of the time. And what happened this time was because it was um, one of those binge food things. 
I, I took a few bites trying to figure out how I could get some of this thing that I wanted so badly without getting alcohol and in my mouth at the same time, it was not possible. And all of a sudden I was like, Oh my God, what am I doing? Like, and that's when I was like, I think I need to go to OA. And so that's, you know, really how I ended up here. Um, it's been a bumpy road um, in terms of working the program. Um, I mean, I already knew just because I've been in OA for a long, or I mean, AA for a long time, it doesn't mean that I know all about OA, you know? Um, and in fact, I was frequently surprised at how many times I, I would, things would come out of my mouth that, or I would think things that sounded like if I it was an AA thing, I knew exactly what to say, you know, but when it came to food, I just couldn't apply it, you know, um, like, well, I really don't want to go to a meeting every day. I mean, you know, I knew exactly what I, I'd be like, well, I don't want to drink every day either, you know, you know, <laughs> so, uh, and so, you know, I'm grateful that I've mostly hopefully been teachable, um, you know, about um, being an Overeaters Anonymous member. And, um, you know, I just had so many questions and I wanted definite answers. What should my food plan be? Tell me now, you know, what should this be? I want answers today. I want to know now. And of course I wanted the perfect food plan and I wanted this. And, and I was like really shocked to hear people kind of, you know, change their food plan sometimes and not everybody ate the same thing. And, you know, that kind of stuff. I was really like, cause I wanted like something definite. Um, and I had to take responsibility for my own eating um, again in another way. And I was kind of like, eh. Um, and I kind of feel like I have more of an idea of what's going on here now. Um, it's been a couple years. Um, that was 10. Thank you. I finally got some abstinence. Um, and, you know, I just started, you know, I was able to find a sponsor. Um, and that person and I started working the steps and, you know, there were some things that, I don't know, for some reason, when I wrote about them in OA, things started to change. Um, somebody said this morning, and I'm going to quote a piece of non-OA literature, I guess it's ABA literature, so clutch the pearls, but I guess it says something along the lines of uh, self-hatred is the root of our disease. And um, I really relate to that statement. Um, you know, there was just all this self-hatred that I still had and I didn't know what to do with. And um, I'm finally starting to learn what to do with it in a way. And the answer is not get something with lots of sugar in it and eat it until it's gone. Um, 
but I thought that was the answer for a long time. Um, and I didn't realize that I was just literally stuffing all those feelings down with food and that they were still there. I was not very happy to realize that. Um, and being in OA has also opened my mind up a little bit about, I don't know, like sometimes I can be very rigid about things like, you know, wanting a black and white answer or a definite answer all the time. That's not exactly an easygoing personality. Um, so, you know, I've kind of relaxed a little bit and I've even started most of the time doing nightly inventories, which I never did for years. I was like, what do I need to do that for? Um, why not just let it build up and then write about a whole bunch of stuff? Um, and I've seen some patterns and things, and I don't think that I would have noticed them if I wasn't doing a almost daily inventory. I'm not going to lie. I ain't doing that every day. I'm doing it most of the time, but I'm not doing it every day. Um, and with my last couple of minutes, I... Um, you know, I just wanted to say, like, I had a conversation with my new sponsor this morning about, um, how telling myself I should be somewhere else at this point in my life is really like, it shows a lack of humility. Um, it not only is it, you know, not accepting, it's me thinking for one thing that I have control over my spiritual development you know i i get to take the footwork and that kind of stuff but i don't get to decide how much faster i get well like i want to be like an oa old timer like today you know i want that serenity now i'm, I'm you know serenity now uh, i want that um now um and of course it's a process you know um when i was a newcomer in aa i didn't have a lot of serenity um, it was better, but, you know, it's nothing compared to what it's like now. And so, you know, I have a lot of hope and faith that the steps work for me. I mean, they've worked in this other way and that's why I knew to come here, you know, they could solve my drinking problem. They can solve my eating problem too. One more minute. Thank you. Um, and so I know that in order to continue to get better, I just need to keep showing up, keep working the steps and try to emulate you guys. You know, um, I need you guys. If I could do it all alone, I, I wouldn't be here, you know? Um, and there's a lot worse things than having to be an Overeaters Anonymous, like not being an Overeaters Anonymous and needing to be an Overeaters Anonymous. That sucks. So that's my big old brilliant message. My time's up. Thank you.